0: Right now, the men of valor are putting notes in your hand for tonight, and I don't know why I went in the well, but I'll come back out before the night's over. Our I'll take a drink of water, maybe. I need water, and that's why it's so a well. I'm glad there's no christening tonight because I just about drank it all. As they're placing the notes in your hand, I, I want you to picture something. Jan, the Sea of Galilee is storm-tossed. There are boat-sinking waves going. And Brother Ken, the disciples look and they see something spooky. It was scary. They see the form of somebody walking on the water coming their way. And I mean, on a still day, Derek is after redfish in the... Now my mic went away. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Barely. Uh... A couple of people are saying up. Derek's in the Gulf of Mexico fishing for redfish. It's a calm day, the sun's out, everything is still. How do you think he'd react to someone walking across the bay? (laughs) He might get distracted from fishing. He might forget how close his boat, because you know the red fish run close to the shoreline. He might forget how close his boat had drifted in towards the shore. That's on a still day with bright sunlight. Now imagine it's pitch black. The boat is tossing. The waves are rolling. There's an occasional blast of lightning. And you see a figure coming through the darkness Okay, y'all can go down. (laughs) And Peter summons up all the courage he has to shoot his mouth off once again. And he said, if that's really you, Lord, bid me to come to you on the water. And the Lord says, get it on. And he steps out of the boat and he starts walking. What do you call that? A miracle. A miracle is taking place. A man who is not born again, who is not spirit-filled, who has not pursued the gifts of the Spirit, But is only operating under the authority of his teacher. His walking on the water, what stopped him? What stopped the miracle of Peter walking on the water? His mind. Derek nailed it. He got out of, I'm walking under lordship. If it's you, Lord, bid me come. And right in the middle of pursuing a miracle, he's walking on the water. He began to think. And what did his thought life do? Canceled the it canceled a miracle. Because when he got out of his heart of love for that man that said, Come, and got into the thoughts of, whoa, there is some big waves. If anything should happen right now, I'm going to go straight to the bottom. And when he got out of his spirit and into his mind, he got into the deep. What canceled the miracle working power of God? Stinking thinking. And so... As I was asking the Lord about what to present tonight, what to bring, the mind versus the miraculous, the Lord dealt with me along these lines. I said, Lord, why is not the miraculous flowing smoothly in the church today like it was in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s? Occasionally, up into the 60s and then less frequently into the 70s and some in the 80s. Why isn't it working? He says the church has learned how to sing. They have learned how to pray. They have learned how to have church and they can do it all without me. Because most of the religious activity is a mental exercise and has nothing to do with the free flow of the Spirit. People assemble in church and they know it's 7 o'clock, we stand up. The music stopped, we sit down. And because we have gotten into our mind for our church services, we have gotten out of our spirit... And the supernatural will only operate out of the spiritual realm. The supernatural must be entered and pursued for you to benefit from it. Gifts do not just show up on the unconnected. Pursue His presence to possess His power. You must pursue His presence. If you're pursuing the gift, you're doing it wrong. If you're pursuing the manifestation, you're doing it wrong. It's all as the Spirit wills. And you may be trying to get a word of prophecy when God wants to use you through the laying on of hands. And because you're so determined have a word, you're not submitted to what the Spirit wants to do. Pursue His presence. Lord, I want Your presence. I want Your presence now. I want to bask in Your presence. I want to know Your presence. I want to experience You in fullness. Perhaps we fail to press into Matthew 6.33 far enough to grasp the greater of the even greater authority and if your mind says oh I know Matthew 633 you're in trouble yeah. because your mind is trying to lead you not your spirit but first and most important seek aim at and strive after his kingdom and his righteousness his way of doing and being right the attitude and character of god and all these things will be given to you. Are the gifts and operations of the Holy Spirit part of the things that God gives? Yeah. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, in whom there's no variables no shadow of turning. So, just like clothes, food, shelter, all that come down from God as gifts, so do the operation and manifestations of the Spirit. And he said, you must determine that your first striving, desire, hunger, is to see the kingdom of God manifested. Desire to operate in the gifts of the Spirit is one of the main things that stops people from operating in the gifts of the Spirit. One more time. One of the main things that stops people from operating in the gifts of the Spirit is the desire to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. They would rather operate in the gifts of the Spirit than please God. They would rather operate in the gifts of the Spirit than see their brother or sister operate in the gifts of the Spirit. And as long as you're jealous of someone else's operation in the gifts of the Spirit, you're dead in the water. You're killing your own ability to be used of God. If you feel like only you can represent God, and you get turned off when other people are representing God, you are cutting your own throat, spiritually speaking. But first, most importantly, seek His kingdom. God, I want Your rule. I want Your plan. I want Your purpose made manifest. Not me, not mine, not the way I want it, not even the way I need it. I want what You want done so that I am compliant with Your will and plan and purpose. Then He can add to you the gifts of the Spirit and the flow, Because you're seeking His glory and His kingdom will, not your 15 minutes in the spotlight. The kingdom way of life, the kingdom rule and reign. To seek His kingdom way, I must depart the natural way of doing and being. It is only natural. Once you have tasted the power of God and had the gifts of the Spirit manifest through your life, it is only natural that you want to experience that again. But natural is not spiritual. The spiritual side of that is, Father, whenever you can use me, I'm ready. Whenever you see fit to demonstrate your glory through me, I will be submissive to that flow. Yes. Not, God, I don't care if anything else happens tonight, give me a word. God, let me speak into somebody's life tonight. Lord, let me ha- lay hands on someone and see them get healed. Now, Father, what do you want tonight? And if you simply want me to weep for the lost I'll do it. Whatever your spirit leads I'll do it knowing that it'll better the kingdom and someone else will benefit because of it. But when the mind gets in the way the supernatural goes away. Natural and supernatural can occupy cannot occupy the same space-time arena. You're going to have to get in, out of your head to get into your spirit. If you're thinking about the operation of the Holy Spirit, you deny the Holy Spirit the ability to operate. you got to shut your head down, turn your thought life off, and yield to what's coming up out of your inner being. Because the two voices will not compete if you've got the volume on your mind turned up the Holy Spirit will not try and match the volume that's why the Lord talks about that still small voice your mind tries to get so loud that you can't hear that voice shut it down To flow with the supernatural, we must learn the fuller impact of 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things pass away. Behold, all things have become new. If, before giving my heart to the Lord, I had a desire to be somebody to do something great, to have some great position, I've got to jettison that to become the new person. Becoming a new creation means I think about things differently than I used to. I react to things differently. I believe after a different paradigm, my life is now structured around submission, not my own desire for operation. I will return again and again to this, but it's hard to realize that Peter, just with his thoughts, could break the power of God. But you see, the Word of God says, Choose whom you will serve. And the moment Peter let God know that he had chose to serve fear, he unplugged from serving faith. Church, let it sink in. I can stop a manifestation of God with my mind. Forget bending a spoon with your mind or moving a table with your mind or no your mind can stop God's operation because you have chosen the natural realm over the supernatural realm as a man thinketh in his heart so is he when my mind overrides my heart then my thought life is natural and not spiritual Old things, the old ways of doing, the old habits, the old behaviors, the old pursuits, the old desires, they have to cease. And they have to be replaced with the new things of the new covenant. New things have come into your life to replace the old ways and things. 18 says, the new things or new ways are from God. So I've got to study my new covenant to learn what God's new ways are. Your New Testament says we are to walk as he, Messiah, also walked. We're to do the deeds that he did. We're to think the thoughts that he had. Verse 19 says something that I don't know if you've ever stopped to look at, but the Lord has drawn my attention to it. And he has given unto us the word of reconciliation. Have you stopped to meditate that and draw out the deeper meaning? The word of reconciliation. I'll just share with you, Bob, the way God shared it with me. He said, When you are reconciling your checkbook, what do you reconcile it with? And I said, well, I reconcile my checkbook with the new deposits I made that make up for all of the checks I wrote out of the account. And he said, when you reconcile your checkbook, you're, you're using the new to make a... a hello. You're using the new to make allowances for the old and to replace what they took out with the new and I said okay how does that apply to the word of reconciliation he says up until you come to the Lord you've written a lot of checks in the natural realm anger, strife, discord, deceit And when you find the promises of the New Testament of what belonged to you, you reconcile your account with God by taking what's new to compensate or the new deposit balances the old withdrawals. He said, you can't reconcile your overdrafts without a word of promise. You need to study your new covenant to find out all the things that I have given you because with His stripes you were healed replaces sickness, disease. Your God supplies all your need, balances out and reconciles Debt, lack, need, desire. He said you can only balance out all of the things your mind has stolen from your spirit by feeding your spirit the new deposits that replace the deficit. The word... Reconciles your new man. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He said, Don't let the world shape your thought patterns. Renew your mind to it is written, so you think godly thoughts. When you renew your mind to with his stripes, I was healed, you'll stop thinking I'm sick. To prove by practice, demonstration of the Father's will, we must undergo a transformation of our mind. Your mind can stop the supernatural from operating in your life, but more serious than that, your mind can stop the supernatural from operating in an assembly. Was Peter the only one in the boat? Do you think the other disciples in the boat might have been affected by seeing Peter step out on the water and walk through the storm? (laughs) Just like a person in an assembly is affected when they see someone healed Receive a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a miracle, a sign, a wonder. It not only affects the one that it happened to, Gail, it affects all who witness the hand of God at work. Sometimes your mind can stop an entire body from receiving from God. because when you cut off the flow, nobody else will know. The spirit is made new at the new birth. Now the mind must be made new by the word of reconciliation, reconciling all of the overdrafts and shortcomings of the mind by the implanting, engrafting of the word of the new covenant. The spirit is made new at the new birth. Now the mind must be made new from world expression to divine inspiration. Philippians 2 5. Have this attitude in yourselves, which is also. In Christ Jesus. Attitude there speaks of mind function. Your mind can function like the mind of Christ if your mind is filled with the Word of God in your new covenant. So your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men. Your faith should never. Operate on what you think or what men have had to say. But on the power of God. Yet we do speak wisdom among those who are mature. A wisdom, however, not of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are passing away. He said, we're speaking wisdom, but it ain't from this earth. But we speak God's wisdom in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God predestined before the ages to our glory. The wisdom which none of the rulers of this age has understood. For if they had understood it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But just as it is written, things which eye has not seen, nor ear heard, and which which have not entered the heart of man. All that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us God revealed them through His Spirit. How did God reveal them to us through His Spirit? The Holy Spirit inspired men to write the new covenant. In it are surface revelations, and behind those surface revelations are deeper revelations of the Spirit. So that when you begin to read it, under the unction of the Holy Spirit, He gives you the ability to see through the words to the backstory. <coughs> For to us God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? I want to stop here. Have you ever had a time that you was having a thought, or you were meditating or dwelling on something, and out of your spirit rose up, that ain't right. Right. That's your spirit searching your thoughts to divide between what is true and what is ungodly. Your spirit within you, when you begin to hunger and thirst after new covenant truth, will tell you where you're missing it. So you don't have to have brother or sister, big thought, come along and correct you and tell you when your heart is towards God, your very spirit will correct your thinking. Why? Because when you're meditating the word of your new covenant, it energizes your spirit to override your mind. Even so, the thoughts of God, no one knows except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God. So that spirit that knows the mind of God we have received he lives in us but he will not get into a shouting match with your mind so that we may know the things freely given to us by God if you'll begin to learn to live in your spirit saying Holy Spirit open this word to me let me see what it means help me to understand it The believer is not to worship, serve, or pursue God from an unwashed, unrenewed mind. The word reconciles the mind through study of the new covenant ways of living life. Being born again is a process. Being saved is an act. Which are you pursuing? In the writings of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 14 through 30, we have a very important story which I want you to look at through different eyes tonight. Don't let anyone tell you that God's not concerned about money. Because the story of the talents was about money, one commentator said, "The landowner was about to leave town, and he gave each of his servants ten thousand dollars. One took the ten thousand and made fifty with it." One took the 10 and made 20 with it. One took the 10 grand and buried it because he was afraid of losing it. And as I read this, the Lord said to me, it's the same with the gifts of the Spirit. A whole lot of people are burying it because their mind is convincing they might abuse it, misuse it. They might try and flow at the wrong time. The Lord is saying, if you've buried your gift, Pastor Jim, I don't have a gift. You're lying against God. You may not have discovered your gift yet. You might not have come to grips with your gift yet, but... The Bible says the Holy Spirit gives to each one as He wills. It doesn't say He gives to some and not to others. It's that He gives to each one. So there is a gift of the Spirit that belongs in your life. Whether it's tongues, interpretation of tongues, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, working of miracles. There is a gift of the Holy Spirit if you're born again that's already in you. Many times you have to read the New Covenant and spend time meditating the New Covenant for the magnifier of the Holy Spirit to shine upon your gift so you see what it is. There's another way that you'll recognize your gift. If you're in an assembly and someone starts operating a word of knowledge, word of wisdom, interpretation of tongues, and you start picking up in your spirit what they're saying before or as they say it, that's your kindred spirit. If you're in an assembly and someone starts to operating in a gift and something burns within you as they are, that's the Holy Spirit identifying with that operation of the Spirit. Now begin to study that and learn more about it so that the word of reconciliation, you get more deposit of the word in you than you have had withdrawal of doubt and unbelief. You've got to balance your spiritual account. Do not be found as one who has hidden their gift and talent and buried it. Dig it up. Stir it up. As Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift. It's in you. It was given to you already. Now you've got to develop it. Every human has muscles not everyone becomes a bodybuilder and developer but everybody has the potential to do that you take the right vitamins you take the right minerals you spend the time daily working out and you can become when I was a boy Joe Wilder made a fortune putting out comic books and ads in comic books and selling barbells and dumbbells and wheat germ supplements so that you could uh, go to the beach and and guys all over the country saved up box tops and stuff and sent in so they could get their weight set, they get their wheat germ supplement, they could work out and become muscle bound why did they do it because someone inspired them because they listened to the inspiration and stirred up what was already in them there's a gift in you there's an operation of the Holy Spirit in you but if you're not getting enough deposit from the word of reconciliation, then your account is still in a negative balance. And you won't hear what needs to be heard. You won't do what needs to be done. You won't become who you really are in Him. If that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you, He will make alive again your mortal body, but he has to be fed with faith food. That's the promises of the new covenant. Are you getting anything tonight? I don't want anyone denied their place in the spirit's operation. I don't want anyone in the body denied their manifestation because your mind was more active than your spirit. Someone, at some time, is going to need what you have to give. Each one has something to give for the common good. What God has called you to give is not attendance. It's not spectating. It is active participation with him saying, Here am I, Lord, use me. Not, Lord, if you'll give me a word, if you'll do this. No, here am I, Lord, use me any way you want to use me. I don't have to be the one laying on hands. I'm willing to be the catcher. I'm willing to just sit in the corner and pray your presence in so others can be blessed. Get out of your mind. Get into your spirit. Feed your spirit man the promises of your new covenant so that all of the negativity, all of the deficit, all of the overdrafts are covered, and you're able to flow with the supernatural. Anybody have anything to add? get a holy tiger in your tank not only do I pastor the wealthiest group of people in the wealthiest church the world has ever seen but I pastor a group of supernatural people yielded to the Holy Spirit and filled with the word of promise a people who do not veg out between services and only pursue God during the allotted time for service, but they study to show themselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed when the Holy Spirit wants you to move. You got the word of promise that allows you to function with that unction. You're loved, you're blessed, the power and presence of God rests upon you. The gifts of the Spirit are within you, and His truth is amplifying itself within you till it becomes the ascended power and your mind is reduced to observing what the Spirit of God is doing through you. Go with God.